0: Okay, today's daf is Shabbos, daf, I and hey. We are on ayin dalim abez. We are three lines from the bottom. vha So we're going through the Mishnah. The Mishnah went through all the Lama Tasmulachis. Now we are up to toifer, which is sewing. V'ha-toifer Someone who sews two, two threads, two stitches, that is considered tfirah on Shabbos. So the Gemara says, V'halay kaima. Sti- those stitching is not going to last. It's only it's only, uh, you, you weaved it twice, it's not going to do anything. So, the case was that you actually tied it. By tying it, then the sewing will last, and that is the only time one will be over by sewing shtey tfirot. The Rama points out, let's say you sew three tfirot, that would be an isra of, tf- of, of teifer, but two needs a knot. So all the rishonim are bothered, that if, if you tie it with a knot anyways, isn't that kosher? So you look at all the rishonim, they have different terutzim, trying to explain why this knot wouldn't be the Isra of Kaysher, it's just the Isra of Tfirah. Just to point out, there is a discussion in the Pisgah regarding uh, putting stitches in on Shabbos. So if you're a doctor or someone uh, falls on Shabbos, there's a discussion in halacha: can a person get stitches? There's another fascinating discussion. If you look, there's a sefer called Nishmat Avraham by Dr. Abraham. So there's an art scroll uh, edition of that. In English, fascinating read if anybody wants. And he discusses a question he asked of He asked him that at some point during stitches, so let's say there was a a concern for infection. So all the Piskin would agree, you're allowed to do the stitches on Shabbos. But at some point, you could stop. You could stop in the middle, and the person will have a permanent scar. But you already uh, mitigated the risk of infection. Are you, allowed, are you allowed to finish the job? Are allowed to finish stitching it? So Shemaz Amin Rebbe has a fascinating heter why he was Mekel in that case. You can look in the uh, Nishmas Avram. It's uh, Nishmat Avram. He was a Svarti. And it's uh, it's on Simon Shinmem in the Arachayim. So you look it up. Next. Hakareya lit Litfar. Someone who tears. Amanas Ar- with within mind to lit for to sew it back, that would be korea midaraisa. So the Gemara says, "Kriya ba mishkan mihavo." Was there tearing in the mishkan? When did you tear something in order to build the mishkan? So Rabba they both say. Now on Ayin Hayim Adalef, shekene yiria. Let's say you had a curtain, Shanafa ba darna, where a worm, a darna, a worm uh, went into it and it made a, a hole. So if you would just just sew it back like that then there will be a crease in it so current ba the typhanesa first you tear it a little more so that way when you sew it back together it's an even uh uh sewing and there won't be a crease so that's the example of kriya of karen in the mishkan in the building of the mishkan someone who stretches out a string, like we'll give an example, it's not exactly this example. Let's say a person has a string coming out of his shirt and you pull it to tighten it, or there's two things tied together and you would tighten it by pulling the string. So the chay of That would be a chay of daraisa, iser daraisa of sewing on Shabbos. Another, another halacha he brings, nothing to do with Shabbos. Someone who learns one thing from someone who's called a magosh will figure out who this guy is, who's this magosh. But hold on, chay of misa. A person who learned something from a magroish is Chayiv Misa. We'll see what that means. Someone who knows how to calculate the Tkufois, the, the different times, astronomy, but he doesn't do it, he doesn't care about it. You're not allowed to say over things in his name, you're not allowed to learn from him. Those are the three things that Rav Zutcher bar Toivya Marav said. So the first thing was Hilchas Shabbos. So we, we know that, and the next two was this thing of Magoshasa and the Tkufa. So let's see what this means. Magoshasa. What does it mean? Someone who's a Magosh, a Magoshasa that you cannot learn from him. Ravu Shmuel. There was a Machlekes Rav and Shmuel. Chad Amar. One of them said Harshay. It means some type of sorcerer, uh, Kishav Macher, someone who does witchcraft. So you you uh, that would be. Called the magoy The The Chazamor Gadufe, someone who's megade if he curses at Hashem. He, he brings people to to do avodah zara. That is called a good. That is called and that is the definition of magoy So we're not sure who said this. Was it Rav? Was it Shmuel? Which one said which? So the Gemara says tostaim. It must be the Rav, the Amar It must be that Rav is the one that translated Magoshasa as gadufi. How do I know this? Because we have another uh, limud of Rav. of by Amar Rav. Someone who learns one thing from a magosh, misa, and it must be talking about a gadofi, a magadiv. How do I know that? If ra if means someone who does witchcraft, a sorcerer, and still you're not allowed to learn one thing from the sorcerer, that's not true. If you look in the Psukim. In the in a safer devar, it says it says a person you should not me'oni in a manachish uh, or you shouldn't leyim sabecha that there's an istir of doing all these things, but the pasuk the previously said leysilmad and the Gemara brings this pasuk. The pasuk says leysilmad lasoyes and the pasuk says k'doyevay sagoyim hayim you shouldn't learn to do like these actions. It sounds like leysilmad don't learn lasoyes to do. You're allowed to learn to understand. So obviously, there is no problem of learning from a guy who's called a harashe. So it must be when we say it's also to learn from a megay shasa, it must be talking about a megadev, someone who curses the Kaddish Baruch Huat. Not a sorcerer, because the Pasuk says, Let's my last place. don't learn to enable you to do it, but to learn in order to understand. You're allowed to understand it. And to paskin, which ones are mutter, which ones are also, you're allowed to get involved in magic if you're learning the halachos, and therefore it cannot be that Rav was referring to a harasha of, of a sorcery to time, So it must be Rav holds it's kaidafe, it's someone who's a megadev, and a person should not learn anything from them because they would potentially lead a person to deny a kaddish baruch to be oived, avoid the zara. Amrab Shimon Pazi, Amrav Yeshua Levi Mishum Bar Kapara. That's what we just, we previously uh, quoted. Someone who knows how to be mechashev, how to calculate the kufois, the mazalois, the celestial beings, the astro- astronomy, and he doesn't uh, think about it, he doesn't care about these things. Allah On him the Pusik says, A person did not look to what Hashem created, Umase and he didn't see the actions of Hakadosh Baruch Hu. So what does this mean? So if you look in the uh, Rambam, the famous Rambam in Hilchosi uh, Isod Atar. so this is Rambam in Mada Chelik Aleph Hilchos Isod Atar, Perik Beis Halacha Halacha Beis. So the Rambam says like this, How should one go and love and fear HaKadosh Baruch Hu? So the Rammam says, When a person contemplates the actions of HaKadosh Baruch you see beautiful mountains, you see Niagara Falls, When a person realizes the immense power of HaKadosh Baruch and the Chochmah, how he created the world, So the more a person knows about this world, imagine someone's a doctor or someone is a scientist, the more you know about this world and you don't use it, you're not, you're not machshev you don't think about it in order to, to see HaKadosh Baruch in a deeper way. So the Pasuk says, He's not looking at what HaKadosh Baruch Hu created. So so it's, it's fascinating when a person, the more you know, the more of an obligation you have with this Rambam to have a deeper Ava of HaKadosh Baruch Hu based on how things work, how things, uh, how nature works, how science works, how medicine works, so if a person doesn't tap into that, he is, he's uh, cu- he's cutting himself short of Ava. How do I know it's a mitzvah for a person to think about, to calculate the tkufahs and the mazala, shnemar, u'shmartem He said you should keep these and do them, ki hi am, a famous pasuk in that through the Torah, the, the Torah will be the chachmah. And our bina le'ini ha'amim into the, into the eyes of the world of kvoit shemayim, and so the gemara here has an interesting shot. Ezer chachmu bina shehi le'ini amim, which Chachmo bina will be noticed by the Gayim, Have the omer zechishu of kufosim hazalus, and if you look at Rashi and the Rishonim, it sounds like by looking at the astronomy, they were able to predict the, the weather patterns and things that were coming in the future. So if Kala were able to do this, so the Ummah Island would, would see it and say, wow, look, the uh, Chachma, so that would be fulfilling this Pasach. Back to our Mishnah, Hatzad someone who, who uh, traps a deer on Shabbos. That is the malacha of Tzad, of tzeda of trapping on Shabbos. Tonu Rabbanon, we learned in a Brisa, Hatzad someone who traps the Chilazayin. So what is a chilazain? So if you look in the Tsefta, it sounds like it's a snail. If you look in many of the, uh, if you look in many uh, places, and we'll, we'll go through it a different time, the Yishami, says papura. It sounds like some type of snail. There were achreinim that quoted uh, different sources that it's a fish. So, either a fish or a snail, some type of uh, sea creature. So, ha someone who traps it. Now you'll tell me after this Gemara which one it sounds like. ha tsad peitsay. Now, means you crack it open. That's a typical way you would translate poitzehah. Poitzeh means to, to crack it. However, if you hold that it's a fish, you have to say, means to squeeze it. Okay? So you're squeezing out the blood, or you're cracking it open. The way you get the uh, the dye out of the snail would be by cracking open its shell to uh, to get the gland where, where the uh, dye is stored. But either way, so a person traps the Chilazan, and you crack it, or you squeeze it open, or you squeeze the blood out. So the Brisa says, you only have one Chatas. For trapping, tzedah, for trapping. Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda says, Chayev You are Chayev for two malachas. Which two? First of all, you're trapping. You trapped this chilazin. Shehayy, Rabbi Yehuda, second of all, p'tziah b'chlau dishah, Squeezing or, or, uh, or getting the blood out somehow. That's b'chlau disha. You're separating a from B, you're squeezing out something, the blood, and that would be called Dash on Shabbos And this is a uh, this is a told of dash, and a person would be chai of two khatas, one for tzad, one for dash. So Amulai, they told him that you they ain't pitsia biklal No. Pitzia is not part of the Isser of Disha either because it doesn't grow from the ground. There's only Dush when things grow from the ground. That was the response to, uh, let's see the Gemara. There's only a problem of Dush, of threshing, of taking the husk off the corn when things grow from the ground. But a snail or a fish or other things, they do not grow from the ground. There is no Isser of Dush. Now it happens to be we do... So grapes grow from the ground, right? But either way, but either way, Beryl, we are machmer. We do not go with the uh, hachammer. We go with our behuda. We hold p'tziah is b'chaladisha, a person who squeezes a towel on Shabbos. Again, there are a lot of details in s'chito, what's usser, what's not usser. But at the end of the day, we are machmer on this machlekes that we hold that there is an isser, the rice so that squeeze squeezing, uh, milking a cow. That's not, doesn't grow from the ground. That is also a problem of p'tziah. We are definitely machmer. Okay. What about what about Solvea? I mean, assuming that like anything that you either touch or that it touches it's gonna it's gonna impart color on. I mean so uh, so if you're just leaving it at trapping it, then I understand. But once you start bringing in cracking it or squeezing it or whatever, then that's already not that's already beyond cracking. You could just trap it without cracking. So why 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 don't they extrapolate further? Like Soveya, I mean there's all sorts of different molecules so you could probably do you know uh, during the process of chilozum, But why, why do they extend it just to to to, to Right, uh, it's a very good question. If you see the Gemara, it seems like this they're just going in order about by Pizzea. Um I don't know. That's the truth. It it seems like that w- now of kilosim. We just had it before. You took a, a net, you trapped it, right? It's, but the typical way you did it was tzad and then poitzai. You're right, we're going to see later on, so there would be the, the chilazin, but the, the dyes by cooking it up. But you're right, I don't know why we stop right here. You know, we had it in yesterday's daf. We said someone makes a basket, he's chay of nine uh, malachis. So if someone dies his tzitzes, he makes sits with chelaz, he'll be chay of a lot of things, you know, uh, tzad, and he can do the, all the yisurim all the of sewing the tzitzes together. Adam, it's a good question, I don't know. Okay, so one more point here. Um, so Rabbah said, my time with Then the Gemara says like this Why are we just limiting it to uh, dash when you crack open when you squeeze out this blood? It should also be an issue of nitilas neshama because you're killing it by removing its blood. So You removed it you uh, you did this when the, when the animal was already dead when the snail or fish was already dead and that is why there is no problem of of uh of <laughs> so Rava amma you it for catching. you, you, can't, you caught a dead one no you no you, caught it, you did say and then when you're when you're extracting the blood so that process we said it's it's if there's dash uh, on it this disha for taking out the blood that's a machoikas. Rabbi Huda says, uh, yes. Petziah b'chadisha. Chum say no. Ain't Comes the Gemara. The Gemara says, forget about dash or no dash. Shouldn't there be a problem on the tilas neshama When you're removing the blood, you're killing the animal. So the Gemara says, no, it was already, it was already dead. Raba Omar, afilu temo sheh chai. M'saasek, who ate some of the tilas You are misasek. You're not focused on killing the fish. You're trying to take out the blood. Freight the Gemara, that doesn't make any sense. Now the Gemara assumed, he used the term Masasik, but what we're trying to say doesn't mean Masasik, it means and I did not have kavana to kill the animal, I just wanted the blood. But Abai and said that doesn't make any sense. That's not logically correct. We know Rabbi Shimon holds. When you know for sure it's going to happen, it's Definitely us sir. Shimon who holds if you didn't have its mother. Yeah, but if it's psychia, now what the actual term of psychracia means, the psik resha, when you cut off the head of an animal, uh it's not gonna die. That's that's the terminology of psychrati. So over here, you know you're going to kill it by taking out the blood. So the Gemara says, Shani Hacha, the Kama the more alive it is. The better it is, and therefore you're happier. You don't want it to die. Kiheki in order for the the color to be clear, therefore you want it to be alive as long as possible. And it's we're gonna call this a sick ratio, that you don't want it to happen. So because of that, that even Raph Shimon Rhapshima holds that is mutter. So just to just to point out a few things here, we went through a, a, a discussion about trapping and processing the trelas. So one could learn it simply that you know this is what they did with this fish. If you if you want to look at it, maybe take two minutes. You could go through the toot stud in here. Is it a fish or is it some type of snail? So first of all, we said sud, trapping. So many say you don't have to trap a snail. So it's a raya that it's fish, okay? And others say no, that if you look how they trap the murex trunkless, which is a snail, so they, they literally need to go, you know, uh, to, to send nets to the bottom of the, of, the, of the sea, and they do trap it. Okay, so that's one point of contention is that doesn't mean squeezing, doesn't mean cracking. That's another machoikas. Question. We said There should be a, a, a problem that you you killed it when you, when you extracted the blood. Hold on a second. If we're dealing with fish, when do fish die? When you remove it from the water. So it's, of course, what, what type of kasha is that? When, when I squeeze out the blood, there should also be a problem of Matilas and shama. I mean, the fish died as soon as I pulled it out of the water. Maybe it took a few moments to die, but that was the so that was the kill. So wh- wh- why would I think later on is when I'm going to be high for killing it? So if you, if you think about it, the most obvious answer would be we're dealing with snails, and snails do not die when they're taken out of the water. So that, that makes sense, that when you're, when you're taking out that gland where, this, where the snail... Uh, uh, holds the dye, so that would be the, the point of Nitzilas Neshama. There's another one here, which is that the Gemara says the Kama de So many have proven that the uh, the Murex Trunculus, this is proven. The Murex Trunculus, the longer it's alive, meaning at, the the quicker you get the dye b- before it dies, no pun intended. So you'll have a better uh, you'll have a better color. So, it fits with the Gemara, the Kama de Ispe Neshama Tve So, based on this, again, this is just one source for many of the uh, different proofs back and forth trying to figure out what the Chilazin is, what, uh, where the Chilaz comes from. But uh, this is one of the main topics in, in Tamil Bavli. One of the main uh, uh, sources to look is this Gemara along with many Rishonim. If someone wants to learn Shemu's night, if you want to spend time learning something, you could take one of these English books, there's PDFs available. You can literally go through 30, 40 pages, and many of it has to do with the Gemaras that we're learning, so it's not a bad idea. is 9. Okay, next, the Mishnah continues, someone who shechts on Shabbos, that's one of the Lama Tes So we know that the Lama Tes Malachas has something to do with the Mishkan, and we mentioned yesterday, it's not merely, we spoke about this, when Rashi explains the Gemara's kasha yesterday was, when we uh we picked afia baking rashi said why didn't you say cooking cooking made more sense than baking because cooking they would cook up the dyes baking that, that's not part of the mishkan and we asked what do you mean the lechem upon him they baked challah every single week so he we said that the baking of the bread that was in the service of the base of the mishkan but when when we try to figure out the lama we are trying to figure out when they built the mishkan which uh, which actions were done? So the Gemara says like this Shaychit mishum mai chayev What what will be the isser of shchita on Shabbos? Where do we where, meaning where do we see this in the Lama Tess Malachis when they made the uh, when they made the mishkan? So now you're gonna ask me what do you mean every single carbon? But that's not how the mishkan was made. That's how you how you do the avoida So Rav says it's an isser of tziveah. It's an isser of dying. Why is that? So we're going to explain in a moment. But basically, when you shechted an animal, you had the mokka Mashkita, the place of the incision, would get very red from the blood. So that would have a great color for meat. And there would be an isser of tzveah. Because you took away the neshama, you took away its soul, meaning you killed it. That is where we do find in the Mishkan. How do you see this? So we have with the at uh, the, Rashi, uh, bottom line, Ma'aris Elim, Ma'adamim, right? You have, that would be one of them. Or you have the, uh, the Tachash, the Chilazoin. There are many times where we have to do Netilas Neshama. So you're right, you don't need the actual act of, of slaughter, but we definitely, there'll be an Israel of Netilas Neshama, of, of uh, taking away the life. That will be an iser found in building the mi- one of the actions done in the building of the Mishkan The Tachash the iris uh, Elim or uh, the chilozen. Okay, so the Gmar says Mishim Tzeve'ah in Rav holds only because of dying Mishim Natilas Neshama. According to Rav, you're your allowed to shechze on, on Shabbos. What's going on here? So the Gmar says, Ema af Mishim Tsevea. According to Rav, someone who shechze on Shabbos, there'll be over two Lavin, one for Tzeve'ah and one for Natilas Neshama. Now, by the way, Natilas Neshama applies. We spoke about this briefly in the Mishnah. Let's say a person is killing a bug on Shabbos. So that's also Natilas Neshama. There are times where it's mutter, but that's the Isser. Now you're not shachting, no one's preparing it for meat, but the Isser is Natilas Neshama. Now, Amar Raf. Raf says, Milsa da Amri, what I just said. That someone who shecht is high mishum tzeveha ema ba I want to say something. I want to explain myself. Why? So that people are going to be learning this fifteen hundred years later. They're going to be laughing. What type of uh, what type of business is this? That you're tzeveha you're, uh, when you shakht. They're going to say tzeveha, but my nicha. Who cares about dying the makkah hashkita? So the Gemars, he says I'm going to, I'm going to explain. Nicha, a person is happy. The is happy to base that the the neck, is is soaked in blood. So that people should see it and they will they will want to buy it. So Rishonim explained. Most Rishonim said because it looks like it's fresh meat. It looks fresh, has a nice color. So in uh, in our world today, unfortunately, some some places they uh, they spray it with things to make it look a little uh, fresh. And some of your delis, it actually says it says uh, color added. So okay, but here you had a natural color. You had the blood. By the, uh, the neck, that would show that it's a fresh piece of meat. There is another opinion of Rabbi Nochanan. If you have it on the side of your Gemara, "Divya Maschal he says that we'll know that it was a that it was g- gishachet, gishachet. You know that it's it's shechted. Otherwise, a person sees this animal. Maybe they killed it through some other method. But if you see a uh, uh, a lot of meat, a lot of r- red by the neck, so you knew that it was shechted properly, and that's why you would buy it from the butcher. Either way, that is what the person why the person is happy that the mukim HaShchita was soaked. Okay. Otherwise it would be a case of uh, secretion, the low secretion for, the, for the dying aspect of it. Right, exactly. No, very good, good point. Good point. Otherwise, who cares about the Tzvea, right? So, Rob is saying, Rob is not saying that, but it happens to be. Rob is saying beyond that. Not only is it not a that it, he's saying that that was my kavanah. I want it to get red. I want it to be as red as possible so that people will buy it because it looks fresh, it looks shechted according to Rebbeinu Hanano. So, it's, it's 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 beyond that. It's much stronger than that. Okay. Good point. Next, v'hamolchoi is someone who salts the meat and uh, salts the... Um, the uh, leather or you do tanning you work, work, you work the leather on, on the way to getting to parchment or to your leather uh, jacket whatever you're making out of this hide so this is the, the beginning of the process so the Gemara asks why are these two counted as the Lama Tess Malachas they look the same hold on one second okay we're back so the Gemara says if two malachas here. You have Molchoi um, and Ma'abdoi. And there are two of the Lama tests. The Gemara says, what do you mean? It's the same exact thing. You're processing the leather. So the Gemara says, they both say, You're right, take it out. And if you look at many of the uh, lists of the Lama Test malachas, they do not list Molchoi um, and ma'abed as two separate of the Lama test. They put in another malacha. Called sirto. Sirtud is tracing a line, and you would do this prior to cutting it. So, to trace a line on the skin, on the hide, uh, prior to cutting. So, that is one of the malachas of sirtud, of making a line uh, prior to cutting. If Sati someone does, you know, carpentry, there's a good shilu that probably is an the rice. If someone would would uh, would, would engrave uh, a line to show where to cut, that would be a problem. Of sirtot, our rabba baravuna, high man the someone who salts meat, chay of you are over mishema abed. That is called tanning. That is called uh, you know preserving. So that's an iser daraisa. Rav Amar ain ibud baayichulin. There's no iser when it comes to ibud baayichulin. Now Rav agrees. All the Rishonim point out that this is only an is, this is only pater But there would still be an iser darabanan to do ibud baayichulin. A person's not allowed to salt their meat. So let's qualify that. Amar Amalshi. Vafidu Rav Baravuna. Even Rav Baravuna holds iser daraisa loy Amar elad he wants to put it. He wants to to uh, preserve it for the road, like la ladarach. He wants to to uh, to preserve it for a while, like your uh, beef jerky that you find in your local gas station that's eight months old, right? Your Slim Jims. So that to kavod l'archa. So that is to doing that would be an isser darais according to Rab Baravuna. According to Rava, that would be an isser darabana. But ava if a person is salting the meat to eat it that day in your house, inish Nobody wants to make their food taste like wood. Maybe people like beef jerky, I don't know. But nobody wants to make their their meat taste like wood. And therefore, that is not called tanning. And halacha is mutters. Now, if you look in the uh, contemporary place, can be discussed making pickles and making herring and doing things. And the breakdown is again, without getting into all the details, the basic lumbus is if it's something that people typically do to eat that meal, making a salad or or those type of things. So then you're allowed to add salt to these vegetables, you're allowed to do that. But if it's something done to preserve, you're salting something to preserve it for a long time. So, that style would be usher There's an excellent Shila of making salt water on Shabbos. Now, who makes salt water on Shabbos? So, on Pesach, on Shabbos, you have, uh, have the Shila of making salt water on Shabbos. So, if you make uh, a lot, m- much more than you need, so that would be an Isidara banner of making salt water. And even if you're making just the right amount, many of the Akronim say that it has to be uh, a-, a-, a solution that's l- less than the typical uh, brine, you know, that we have you know brine. So, it has to be less than two thirds salt, one third water. Meaning it has to be less than two thirds salt. So, next time Pesach falls out on Chavez, you could either make your salt water before, or you could go to your local uh, upscale kosher supermarket and buy pre made salt water, or you could ask Ashila and figure out to make sure you do not have uh, an issue, Dirabanan, of making salt water on Chavez. Okay. That is the basic sugio. Now, again, we spoke about the Shiloh. We're not going to get up sock on this. I think most places in my can a person take a half sour pickle and return it back to their pickle jar on Shabbos. So, assuming that it's going to re pickle or it's going to get further pickled, so then that's the Shiloh. Can kind a of person to do that? Because that's not adding salt to my carrot or t- putting my carrot in a dip. That, putting a carrot in a dip, it's not preserving it. I, I just need some salt to be able to, to, to enjoy my food. But taking a cucumber, everyone, everyone agrees. Take cucumbers and put it in vinegar or put it in a brine on Shabbos. That's usur, So that never happens. Who's doing that on Shabbos? But to return the half-sour pickle, you took too many, you want to put them back. Good Shiloh. Most places are it, but it's, it's a fascinating Shiloh. Okay, let's keep going unless someone has a question. Okay, we'll keep going. Someone who memachek Mechah means to smooth out the hairs of the, of the leather, of the of hide. Mechah is someone who cuts very specific cuts. Some are of Achah Bar-chaninah, bin Amudim, someone who smooths out the floor between the Amudim. You have these two pillars, way back to going back to the first parak in Shabbos. We spoke about the Achsadra. You had this uh, pavilion and you had two pillars supporting it. So we spoke about, you know, Shabbos and all these other things, carrying on Shabbos. Here we're discussing the, the ground in between. So what you would do is you want it to look nice, so you smooth it out. Someone who smooths that out on Shabbos, he's mishum That is an istir of memachek. Whenever, anytime you're smoothing something out on Shabbos, that's called memachek. There's even a shaila of memachek Can a person smooth out uh, oichal food? Let's say have a, a, I don't know a clump of chopped liver or salad. Can you smooth that out? So we paskin that there's no memachek ba'ochlin. But it has to be a normal thing that people do. If you're making a fancy design, you you get into other shilas. But uh, we're mako to to make your cream cheese sandwich or peanut butter sandwich. There's no memachik Levi. Three things that Rav Ashi whispered to me in the name of Rav Levi. And even though he whispered to me, I'm telling, I'm writing it down. Someone who sharpens the uh, the tips of these. Uh, these uh, these sticks on Shabbos, but Shabbos, in order that it should be sharp, chaiev mishemchateh, because you want it to be a very specific size, that is an isodarisa of mechatih. Next, Haman Marech Ratiya, someone who who's, who uh, who point who um, smooths out something on a band-aid, meaning you take an oil or an ointment, you you smooth it out on a band-aid and you use it to heal your wound on Shabbos, he's Chayev Mishamchatih, you are smoothing out something. And that is a that is a isr of, it's actually mimareach, that's what the term is, but mimareach is a tolda of mimachik, and it's also. Now, one of the most common shalos we get uh, in the rabbinate is people using oil, oil, cream, suntan lotion, and it really depends on what you're using, why you're using it, what the alternative is. There's a lot to discuss, so we're not going to, to go through it now, but if someone does use uh, creams and these things on Shabbos, it's good to ask for shalos so you get you know, together what you could do, what you can't do. This is the Makar for the, the controversy or the Shiloh regarding brushing your teeth on Shabbos with toothpaste. Is that called mimareach? By uh, smoothing it out over your teeth. Rabelski that's how Paskin, that mouthwash is definitely mutter to use with a toothbrush. If you have a synthetic toothbrush, you don't have the old uh, wooden uh, fist, you have a regular normal toothbrush today. He said as long as it's using mouthwash, so you have no problem of mimareach and you know that your, your teeth are not going to bleed. That, what's the problem of, of that? That's the problem of the Teeth shama. When you cause yourself to bleed, as long as you have a suffolk, you're not sure that your teeth are going to bleed. You're allowed to brush your teeth with mouthwash, but toothpaste, he, uh, he, he, uh, he was mitzadi to be machmer but it's a good Shiloh. Is that a problem of the Mareach? But that's the Shiloh of anointing yourself with cream and all these other things. That's number two, that... He said, we said the first one sorry, was... Sorry, did you the is just bleeding at all, even if you're not going to die? And yeah, bleeding yeah. So is, it's a Gemara later on. It's a Gemara later on. Yeah, we, we hope, we, the, we, based on the passage, the passage says, Ki dam hua that in the Dam is a person's soul. We're going to see, I think it's Psukim later on, that just causing someone to bleed would be an Isar Daraisan Shabbos. Again, this, this comes up in, uh, in surgeries and other things, usually you have no choice, but but causing one oneself to bleed. Let's say a person knows every time they take a, a flosser, they bleed. Halacha is not allowed to do that. Now, it's a it's a and mishavin, but it's a psich But let's say they don't know. They don't know if they bleed every time. Once in a while, if they use a toothpick, they'll bleed. But typically, they, they won't bleed. So then you, we go with rabshimen for the davrashen is mutter, and one is allowed to do that on Shabbos. So I know a Rav in Flatbush that like a month before Pesach, if if Pesach falls out much to Shabbos, he tells us, Kehila, everyone start brushing your teeth now. Because you have to. he holds you have to brush your teeth on, on the air of Pesach uh, right before the Saybzman Achila, and then Shabbos, how are you going to brush your teeth? So he tells everyone to start brushing your teeth a month before Pesach. Okay, anyone, you should brush your teeth all the time, but that's what he does. Okay, next, Vahamisate Esse Evan, but Shabbos, someone who chisels out, he smoothens out a stone on Shabbos putting the final touch on the stone so that would be an iser der isa someone engraves something so let's say you made a kiddush cop, right and you put someone's name in it so that would be an there, right? Someone who blows and, and it creates glass. That is called putting the final touch on something. This is the this fits with the opinion as we mentioned yesterday. Many Rishonim hold ain't binyan bekalim. There's no isser of bina, but there will be an isser of makabapatish of you putting the finish, finishing touch. Which and we and we saw it previously any time you're, you're finishing the job, that is called kume akupe Someone who takes the, you had these, uh, you know, extra strings hanging out of your clothing, and you took them, you remove them on Shabbos, so what will be the iser Now, you can't call it korea. Now, it might be an iser of korea, but it wouldn't be an because korea has to be amanas litfar. You have to want to sew it back. So a person rips off something on Shabbos. Here, Chayev mishum Makkah Your You're Chayev because of Makkah you're now making your shirt wearable. Fascinating question: Can a person rip off their tags? Can you rip off a tag on Shabbos? Forget about the Muksa, forget about the Korea. Is that an Isar the Raisa of be patish? So it depends. Look at the Gemara. Vahani mili, the kappa alayu. If you would never be seen wearing these things, your tags, so then there will be an Isadara of be patish. And this comes up typically by shoes. Some shoes they are they're attached to each other. So by taking off that tag, you get into a question of makhabe But let's say a person bought a shirt and there's, a, there's a, you know, a store tag on it. Okay, you tuck it in, you don't really care so much about it. I remember you know, some suits, they have the uh, tags on the side of it and you have to take it off. If you didn't take it off before Shabbos, so most people are makhabe on that. They don't, they don't want to be seen walking around like that. It looks like they walked right out of Macy's. Not exactly a great look, So they would want to take it off. You get into the question of, is that makhabe patish? So nobody would wear a suit like that. Now it looks like makhabe patish. Let's finish the next two pieces in the Gemara. Va'koisev shtey oisya. Someone who writes two letters is us, and someone who erases two letters, those are the ister of koisev and moicheg. Tana Rabana, Let's say you wrote one big letter. You could have wrote two. You had a big enough space to write two letters. But you wrote a big font, and you wrote one letter. Your potter, because it has to be two letters, not one. Let's say you erased uh, one letter, and now in its place you could write two letters. Because there, it's you erased enough space that you can now write two letters and therefore that's a the deraiseh of mechik. So mechikah is more than kosev because mechika, even you erased one letter, but it was a big letter, you're chayiv. But if you wrote one letter and it was big enough for two letters, you'd be pater. Then the misht-rounding off the Lama and tasmulachas is a mechabe of Rabbi komidi anytime you're finishing the job, chayev You are chayev for makbe and this is the famous shita of some of the achronim. That anytime you turn on something electric, that is called makbe You took a uh, you took a radio or something, and it was useless as is. Now you plug it in. You're, you're, you're completing it. Makavipatish Rav Asher Weiss <laughs> shlitah holds like this. The Chazon Ish alluded to this as well, and uh, many of the chornim grapple why is it not makavipatish by turning on a light by by, uh, by uh, t- plugging something in. So we'll have to wait for a different time to get to, uh, to discuss it. One more piece in the Gemara, and we'll finish Shemirta Shem by nine o'clock. Elu avos <laughs> melachas. Then the Mishnah says these are the avos mean? Elu, elu, elu. Of course, you just said all thirty-nine. Lafuke. <laughs> Mid it, it's trying to show us that we do not go with the opinion of Rabbi Yezer, who holds the al Thilot of Makim Av. Rabbi Lezer holds, let's say a person violated Shabbos and he did two malachis. One was the Av, one was the toldah. So he did Dash, he uh, he removed the, the corn from its husk, and he also did me'farik, he also uh, you know milked the cows. That's a toldah of dash. Rabbi Lezer holds you have two khatas. Our Mishnah says what? Because it's all the same Av, your Chaim One. So that's why the Mishnah finished off, Elu Avais Malachis. Next. Chaser and It's minus one. Why are you telling me 40 minus one? What does that mean? La'afuke mid-Rabbi It's coming to go against Rabbi Yehuda. The tani Rabbi Yehuda, Ma'yasef has a Rabbi huda added two more. So his his book would have been the 41 Malachis, not 39 Malachis. He adds two more. One is called Shaivet. One is called mid One is uh, putting a rod on the... With the uh, back back to the loom discussion, and uh, you would separate the tangled tangled uh, pieces together, evening it out. And meddactic is if it was too tight, so you would loosen it up a little bit. So that's his uh, to added two to the Lama lametess. He has forty one malachas. Armulai, um, they told him no. Shoyved harayu b'chol mesach. Shoyved is part of mesach. And meddactic is harayu b'chol And that's what we have. Arba mchasserachas thirty nine malachas, not forty one. So that is why the mishnah went. To, uh, specifically said, lamet es mi lachais. Okay, shkoich.